This is DDS. From the DDS studios, we are your hosts, Blake Nutton, Bradley Newberry, Matthew Parker. Well, he's dealing with some personal stuff. Newberry, we got a pretty good lineup to talk about today. A lot better games yeah. in both college and the NFL. Thank you, everyone, for taking the time to listen to us ramble on about stuff. We'll give you our college picks, our NFL picks, but uh, from the DDS crew, our thoughts and condolences out there with everything going on in the weather. Absolutely. That's what's got Parker out of hand a little bit. Everyone yep. down in Florida, what a mess. Yep, going to check on his affairs down there in Florida. We uh, definitely respect him for that and give him as much time as he needs on that, and we ask that you keep him in your thoughts. And while we got your attention, go ahead down below, help us out here. Quick, free, easy. Go ahead and hit the like and subscribe button for us. We know that over 50% of you guys, actually over 60% of you that view these videos are not subscribed. So do us a favor, hit that subscribe button down there on YouTube. Give us a rumble on rumble. Check us out on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Didn't know if I was going to be able to do that today. And you can download all the audio versions of these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform, Newberry. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about a little something else first, aren't we? Yeah, a little something that's been burning on my mind. Yep. And actually the mind, minds, I should say, of the NFL and the NFL PA. We're Rightfully going to, so. We're going to be talking about talking to a Yeah, we are. Um, and it's yeah. not because of just what happened on last night's game on Thursday Night Football uh, presented to us by Amazon Prime. Absolutely. But I'm we're going back to the Buffalo game. And... Uh, <laughs> It was hard hitting game the entire way, but when you have your starting quarterback go down and go out the way he did, yeah, looking bad coming off the field, like can't stand up. That's not a good look. Uh, and usually, almost, that only that, that that means one thing. Usually, almost immediately was back in the game, which has brought the questions <clears throat> and the investigation. By the NFL and NFLPA, I mean, my understanding is that it's independent doctors and neurologists yeah, on the sidelines, so know, it doesn't have like that. a Dolphins emblem on them. They say that, and I really hope that they actually do follow the independent protocol and they actually are objective whenever they look at this, but... Something tells me that either somebody missed something, somebody didn't, uh, I wouldn't ever want to assume impropriety, but this is my thing. Concussions in back-to-back -back games, those are career enders. I mean, that's that's Troy Aikman stuff from back in the day, getting absolutely clobbered and not, not, you know, not remembering 36 hours of his life kind of stuff. I mean, that's unacceptable if that's the case with your expertise in the medical field for all of us that saw the visual last night of when he hit the ground and his fingers and everything lock up yeah what is that is a neurological thing that happened that that is your brain saying something is happening to your nervous system so that tells me that this was probably carryover in my opinion, not my personal opinion, obviously, I'm not to his doctor or anything like that. But that tells me there's something serious going on. I hate to say it, but Tua might miss multiple weeks with this. And uh, like I said, if it was, if it happens to be found out that there was a concussion last week that was overlooked, 
or swept to the side or whatever. Heaven help the Dolphins. But wouldn't it be just as bad if if it wasn't a concussion last week, but still maybe it was something with, with the spine? I mean, it's just yeah, as bad. Now you're, now you're talking about head and neck. If it's it's just as bad if you're turning your, your head the other way and like, nah, you can go play. Just maybe he won't land on his back this week. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, the way that it appeared, it just seemed... Uh, it just seemed like there's there's probably back to back weeks of concussions. If I had to guess, I, I I can't I can't begin to tell you how frustrating that would have to be. Um, I know that players want to go back in. We all we all get there. We've all been there. Anybody who's played yeah. a sport, I want to play. Coach put me back in. I'm fine. Absolutely. I'm fine. Um, he's not fine. He's not. Um. And particularly if he has neck stuff now, now he's going to have to go through other evaluations. I don't know what their what's their backup situation. It's Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, which I mean, he didn't look bad. Didn't that, look bad. I mean, this is the thing. That's that's beside the point. Everybody, Correct. Every every the most important thing is Tua and how he's doing. And I think it's I think the NFLPA and the NFL they've got to figure out was this for real. Something that what were the protocols followed to the T? Who did it? You know, all that. We got to figure out that make sure that these protocols were followed, because if they were followed, did they miss something? Does, does something need to be adjusted? Because the last thing you want is forget about your football career. You don't want to be affecting somebody's life. Right. You know, I mean, if we're missing something, along the way with this concussion protocol, then it needs to be fixed now. So, I mean, that's my opinion. And because the thing is, I don't want to accuse the Dolphins organizations of, of anything, but that holds them really liable if they had something to do with it. We're all hoping not. We're all hoping that they're telling the truth here. Got the correct advice of the independent doctors that don't have the Dolphins logos on their right. chest plates, but it's it's unfortunate. It's a bad look, and uh, hope nothing but the best for the Dolphins. I believe I did read and hear that he was able to uh, travel back back home with the Dolphins team uh, last night, being released after the game. Mm-hmm. So what we saw we saw Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, clearly was prepared and ready. Yeah. Uh, well, that was that, that, to him. I mean, I mean, you couldn't have predicted this, but I mean, you hope not. No, that's a bad look too. If he, if they had him taking extra reps, you know, did that yeah. mean something? I'm sure he was taking the bulk of the reps. I mean, a lot of the dolphins were on the, did not practice leading up to the short week in a Thursday night. Football that's a very game. good point. It looked pretty good. good. It it the game ended with a pick. And speaking of picks, we're gonna go to our college pick six. It's gonna be our college pick four this week. Yeah, well, <laughs> because of t- the balls are off. Yep. Technically, the Gators are off. There's yep. no line in that game, so we're not even going to talk about it. Yep. 
Uh, we're going to go to our B1G matchup first. That matches up Michigan as an 11-point favorite at Iowa. They're on the road. We had Iowa kind of in the same spot last year as a home underdog, and last year Iowa won straight up. Yeah. Um, I get it. I mean, if there's whatever mystique <laughs> is around this Iowa team, it just seems to – it follows them wherever they go. It's incredible. I don't like it. I don't like Michigan either, quite frankly. Um, 11 points. Mm-hmm. Man, that's, that's, an Iowa, that's an Iowa team that doesn't like to give up points. Um, and honestly, I think it's a Michigan team that has been fairly untested, uh, in my opinion. So you're going low scoring? I am. Iowa I'm going, coverage? this is, I'm going, I'm saying this, I'm taking Iowa in the points and I'm going under on that freaking over under a 54. <laughs> you kidding me? I, I feel you. I got, uh, for all those that wanted to hear Parker's picks are here. Michigan, Iowa, both of these teams are going to run, 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 which leads to the game being shorter. Yep. Less scoring. Chew the clock. He says it's simply too many points for how slow this game could be, how fast the clock could be. He says reluctantly, give me the corn. Iowa plus 11. Yep. My I think pick, that's the way to go. My pick is going to be, I wrote, Iowa's defense is only allowing about five points per game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what can you say about that? But they've got no offense. I'm going Michigan 14 to two, and they cover by one point. <laughs> 14 to two. <laughs> they win by 12. I'm going Michigan. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, that's that's a little more realistic, I think, but, uh, than this 54 that they got written down here. Yeah, very, very <clears throat> low-scoring game. Um, our next game is our ACC matchup of the week. Oh, 42. I'm reading the wrong line. Sorry. No, oh, runner was 42. Yeah, that's still too it, high. That's too, too that's high. That's too high. ACC matchup of the week. Two 4-0 teams here. Yep. We talked about this in our AFC preview shows. Yeah, we did. We spent a lot of time on this in our AFC preview show. <laughs> and now here they are, 4-0 North Carolina State at 4-0 Clemson. Clemson's coming off a game. They were scared to death. Yes, they were. I had old Sam Hartman and Wake last week. They covered the spread, but, man, what an overtime matchup there. High scoring. High scoring. What was there, like 100 points between the two of them? (laughs) It seemed like it. Yeah, I think it was. It's like 54 to 53 or something, wasn't it? I can't remember. It was a lot. I wrote down, hey, let's not forget NC State won this game last year. Yeah, they did. And yeah, they did. And you called you called Dark it Horse. Dark Horse. Daddy might have a feeling over here. I mean, so this is one of those games where it's like, you know, my brain wants to pick Clemson, but my heart wants to pick NC State. I always like me a good dark horse. That sounded terrible. Didn't mean it that way. <laughs> But I think that um, after after we we did a little did a little show prep before we came on here, I think that we may have overestimated that Clemson defense a little bit. 
As you know, because I mean, I, I think we all thought they were kind of world beaters. It's not like they've played the they world. They I mean, played the, cupcakes exactly. and they played Wake. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and so they should be world beaters in the world that they play in. They're not. It's a Parker even mentions it a little bit in his write up. I'll go ahead and give you his pick, and then we can go right back to that defensive mm-hmm. thing you got. Parker says, dare I say I was wrong about the Clemson defensive line. Mm -hmm. They are not the class I thought they were. He believes that Clemson's home winning streak is over. He said, give me NC State and the straight up win this week. Wow. (sighs) Show us some more about this defense. So if you look here on these defensive numbers, this defense that I have referred to all year as that defense, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, they're okay. They're good. They're good. But these are not the numbers that you would expect from a highly touted, um, highly talented top, you know, c- containing multiple top draft picks. Through four games, well, they got the defensive line has six. I think we decided six, six eight sacks, total sacks, and eight total sacks. And let's see if I can go up to the top here. And their defense up to now is ranked thirteenth. Oh, you need to go down. They're fifty fourth. Sorry, excuse me. Even worse. That was the offense, which is the other surprising 54th. part. Fifty fourth. Fifty fourth. Excuse me. Thank mm. you for that. 54th. That's lackluster for a defense that I thought would have been like top two, top three. Never come out of the top 10. No, never. With a strength of schedule that's pretty low. Pretty low. 106 out of 131. I mean, that. what's been more surprising is you go to the offense. Oh, don't talk about DJ. DJ. Good Lord, look at DJ. DJ's doing okay, though. He's doing all right. He's not look. He's not hurting them. He's not. He didn't look good against Georgia Tech in Week One. I'll say this: He doesn't look very special. He looks very. What is the word I like to Does use? He look like David Pe- Garrard. He looks pedestrian. Pedestrian. He's rushed some. I mean, he's had, he's had some decent rushes. I'll tell you, Will um, Shipley, little yeah. comeback player right here. He's yeah, he's he balling is. right now. Yeah, he is. But yeah, this is uh, that defense is not the defense I thought it was. I, t- I in our preseason show, I predicted Clemson winning this game. Mm. I had both of these teams going eleven and one. I had Clemson winning the tiebreaker, and I'm here today <laughs> to change my vote. I'm going NC State. Not only are they covering, they're going to win the game. Okay. I got reminder that NC State won the game last year. That was in NC State. Clemson has won 36 straight home games. Parker said that's coming to an end. Doing some research and uh, Clemson and playing these games after Hurricanes they seem to be very low scoring. I saw 17-6, 10-6, 17-14, 17-13. Mm-hmm. 
So it might be the under. It could be. It might not be raining at game time, but it could be sloppy. Sloppy yeah, they've conditions. Got it, they've out got there. the over under. This was the fifty four that I was talking about. They got the over under at fifty four. Yeah, it might be too high. I think it's way too high. Um, I'm thinking in that forty range, forty forty two uh, range. Just because we do this against the spread, I, I'm definitely taking a NC State plus seven. I don't even know if I want to pick a winner. Yeah, I, 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 let me. I, let me I think just it say, stays it's going to be a seven. really close game. I think this is going to be a great game to watch right here. If you want to watch a good game this weekend, this is the one to watch, in my opinion. I mean, if you like close games, <laughs> if you like offense back and forth, you won't like it. Yeah, but it's if you like a close game where that one play mm-hmm. could could make the entire difference. Those are the kind of games I like. Mm-hmm. It'll be suspicious suspenseful yeah and i mean this and this game has a lot of meaning for these two teams no doubt no doubt a lot of meaning. i mean this is basically who's going to win this this division Mm -hmm. best bet time where we can pick anything we want because we said so yep Uh, let's see what parker's got he says i was thinking about (laughs) saying utsa the roadrunners to beat mtsu by more than four and a half but it's a friday night so i don't want to do that Instead, give me Troy plus five versus Western Michigan. Western hasn't seen the defense like this. Western has played middle school defenses to this point. <laughs> it feels like a field goal game either way. Troy plus five is his best bet. All right. <laughs> he always picks the yeah. random games. All right. Well, I'm going to keep on picking on Georgia Tech here. Pitt is going to go – or Georgia Tech is coming to Pitt. And they are going to get absolutely trounced right now. The line is minus 20 and a, 21 and a half. And they are going to get absolutely fleeced. So I'm going pit minus 21 and a half. I'm going to Florida. Give a little uh, Florida love, but not the University <laughs> of Florida Gators after losing to the UT balls last week. Um, Oops. I'm going to go to Orlando. I'm looking at a game that has been moved to Sunday because of the hurricane. Yep. I'm looking at a uh, UCF pass defense that is overall number 11. They're up against um, SMU quarterback Mordecai and the Mustangs. They'd love to do nothing more but pass, 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 pass the whole time. Feeling turnovers here. I'm going with the home team. Give me UCF minus three. Okay. A little victory for Florida when they need something to <laughs> yeah. cheer about yeah, after they this do. week. They really do. It's been a rough week. Uh, underdog time where we try to identify a team that is not supposed to win but will win outright. Blake and I, we've identified the same one. You want to yep. tell them what, we, what we're thinking here? I'm just a Sam Hartman fan. I, I like yeah. the story. So, yeah, Sam Hartman, man, what a kid. Uh, but this is going to – this is a game that – this is a close game right here. Uh, you got 22 Wake Forest at Florida State. Um, and right now, Florida State's favored by minus what a touchdown, six and a half, six and a half or seven. Yeah, yeah. uh, this is gonna be a good game to watch, too, right here. Uh, Florida State has been coming out surprisingly, I think, for most of us, pretty, pretty hot, particularly after the win at LSU. They kind of just been <laughs> cruising right along, but Sam Hartman, um, do they have a little bit of the uh, the old red ass after that Clemson game? Do they do they have a little little fire under their seat? They could 
Uh, that's what I'm looking at, and I think that they do. I've got them. I've got them taking this game straight up against FSU, and I know you do too. I do too. I have Wake Forest um, <laughs> picked as my underdog outright win of the week. Big fan of Sam Hartman. Almost taking out Clemson last week. We'll see if Florida State is for real. I mean, Florida State is battle tested, though. We remember LSU. We remember on the road against Louisville. So um, that's all. Those are road games, you know. I mean, so they've earned it. Florida State's earned it. Yeah. Um, I'm just going with. I'm siding with what I think is the better quarterback. That usually tells some of the story in college football. It, it does. You know, in college football, you can't really get you're – not, you're not going to be a really good program unless you have a good quarterback. I think that we've seen that many times, particularly at my college, University of Tennessee. Uh, if you don't have a good, solid number one quarterback, you're not going to go very far because they, they, they're the captain of the ship here, and Sam Hartman is definitely that. Parker Picks. Give me TCU over this overrated Oklahoma team while the Horned Frogs get one step closer to winning this conference. Wow. He says bye-bye. Bye-bye. To Oklahoma. That was our college picks. We're going to transition now into our NFL pick six. Hey, hey, the NFL getting spicy. The uh, then let's take a pause. And uh, the AFC South is the AFC South just stood up and told the AFC West to have a seat. <laughs> I mean, literally, <laughs> the, the Colts of all teams just pistol whipped the Chiefs. Yep, we had the Jags go to California and beat the Chargers. Yeah, they did. And we had the the Titans standing up at home against the Raiders. Yeah, three and zero against the West. Uh, I would I would have said that I would have been shocked to have heard that if we if we would have won like one or two of those games. I would have been shocked if definitely two. Yeah, but all three. All, I'm like, there's no way. All three is uh, Jaguars don't win in California. That tells you the, the parity. You know, this year there, there's there's a lot of really interesting things happening around the league. I think there's personally an AFC South guy, and I know you as well. You're seeing the same thing. This AFC South is in it's in it's in just such a, a different place than it has been in the past. Where we might be seeing we might be seeing some teams rise, we might be seeing some teams falling, and maybe falling for a while. But we'll see. We'll get into some of that. The teams falling. Interesting storyline and choice of words because mm-hmm. one of them has to fall in yep. the first matchup of the Tennessee Titans on the road at the Colts. Yeah. The home uh, team is favored by the traditional three and a half. Yep. It's it's a variable spot, man. When it you is. put him as an underdog. It is, you know, and, and the like you just said, these are these games, the games that they come into that that they feel like they're underdogs, that they're picked as underdogs, that they feel disrespected in some way, that you're, you called it right. That's a variable game right there. That is the game that he has his guys ready for. And, I mean, it was the same thing that happened last week against the Raiders. I mean, they, they, got, they got their ass kicked up there in Buffalo. Rabel came back and threw some helmets and busted some heads, I think. Changed some stuff up a little bit. Now we're going, but they won that game though. It doesn't matter now. Now we're moving on to to this game. I just think Indianapolis is not a very good team this year. I really do. And I think, it's not just because the Jags blanked no, them. It's no, just 
we I think never that, thought I think that's really just a symptom. I think that's anyway. a symptom. I don't think it's the, the cause there. I think it's a symptom. I think the Jags are much improved this year, but I think the Colts are much like they're, I don't want to say that they're worse, but they might be. Um, could this be the carousel of, of terrible quarterbacks that teams like Tennessee and Jacksonville had to go through for so many years? I think so. I think the Titans go up there and I think they easily cover this three and a half. I'm going to give you Parker's picks. Simple analysis analysis on this one, boys. Two teams that know each other very well always give me the team catching the three and a half points. Of course, he's taking the Titans. I'll take the points and the Titans. However, I will say Jonathan Taylor has a chance to have a special game here. He'll have to because Matt Ryan is cooked. He said Matt Ryan's old. Old We've man said that he can't move. Old man Ryan. You know what I liked? I liked um I liked watching the quick passing game from the Titans last week. Getting Derrick Henry involved in the passing game and let let some let some little guys try to tackle him. Right. Well, I mean, I liked it, but we went away from it towards the end of the game. I don't I don't like that. Uh but that's that's a midweek show there that we'll talk about at some point. You know, we got we got to have a bigger sample size. We're only a few games in here. Maybe once we get a few games in, maybe we'll have some midweek games yeah. to debrief on some I guess, of this stuff. I guess that's all three of us taking the points. Yeah, I think so. Uh, this is just like the Clemson game. I don't know if I want to pick a winner, but I will gladly take the Titans in three and a half. Yeah. Uh, the next game is all of a sudden looking like an interesting one when <laughs> I had no reason to believe it would be. And Jacksonville – Jaguars at the Philadelphia Eagles. If you like the home team, you're giving up six and a half to seven points. Uh, this is the homecoming. Doug Peterson. He has a statue outside of this building, Blake. <clears throat> yeah. He I, and Nick um, Foles are forever cemented. I don't think that you can ignore the fact that Jalen Hurts has definitely improved as a passer. I don't think that you can ignore that fact. Do I still think that they're the team that ever that that a lot of the Philadelphia folks think that they are? I don't know yet. Not so soon, you know, not so quick. Because honestly, I think this Jacksonville team is much improved. I think they could go up there and really give them a scare. I don't know if they'll beat them, but I th- I've got them covering the six and a half points. I'm just looking back at what a September. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the Jags fan, and it completely surprised me in a good good way. Yeah, I mean, we we didn't know what to expect with a with a grown adult at at the head coach position, running a real NFL offense. And I'm looking at this one because of where the winds fell. I'm looking at this as just gravy, the icing on the top of the cake because it's it's an NFC game. Both of their wins were in the AFC. They're two and zero in the AFC, one and zero in the AFC South. Mm-hmm. We've got Trevor Lawrence was the offensive player of the week. Can the, you they, imagine the if Jaguars, this was year two in the system? The Jaguars had had an o- offensive player of the week in the NFL since two thousand and ten when David Garrard won one. But it's they, the Jaguars also have the NFL rookie. Of the month. I and know. Devin Lloyd. I know. He's got over six pass breakups they're, and two picks. They're putting some stuff together down there in Jacksonville, <laughs> and it's it's making things different in the AFC South. 
it's going to make the AFC South probably look worse than it really is because we're going to beat up on each other, I think. I think you're going to have the winner of this division might only be eight, eight and eight and nine. Yeah. I mean, I nine and eight. That. Like you don't have to win many probably yeah. to win the South. Let's see what Parker's got here. He's got a little paragraph. Parker says Trevor Lawrence lost every road game his rookie year, winning his first road game in his sophomore season in week three. Guess who else did the exact same thing? Oh, boy. Peyton Manning. Oh, wow. And and I'll take this a step further. It was Peyton Manning losing every single road game as a rookie, just like Trevor. It was week three, just like Trevor Lawrence. And guess who his opponent was? Mm. The Chargers. How spooky is that? <laughs> that is crazy. Wow. I mean, sign me up. Yeah, if that's if that's yeah. what the Jaguars have there. Uh, let's see, Parker says, uh, first time Jags had won back to back games by more than twenty points since the year two thousand. Philadelphia is averaging more yards in the first half than eight other teams for the entire game. So Philly can put up <laughs> put up them yards and points early. Jacksonville has played Wentz. He looked great during the game. He's They played the Colts without wide receivers and the linebacker, and they've played the Chargers with Herbert at 60%. I'll take Philadelphia minus six and a half. This is a prove your real <clears throat> game to the Jaguars. He's taking Philly at home. Okay. I just think that they keep it close. Well, that's uh, my thing. I'm not so sure they win the game, yeah. but I think they scare them, and they show them that they're – I mean, look. If if that Jaguars defense can put a little pressure on Hertz, I'm interested to see what happens. I really want them to. I really want them to win the toss. I want them to not defer. I want you yep, to be take aggressive. The take the ball. Get a lead. Yep. Let's see if if Hertz can play from behind. Yeah. I mean, I think it that's seems like he's goal. a front runner here. I do too. I mean, it's easy to sit back with those offensive weapons and just slowly pick somebody apart whenever you have all the time in the world. But you get a little pressure and you're behind. You're if you're playing from behind, like you said. You're pressing. I mean, what if they go up two scores? You know, I, I don't know. I don't a know little, if he's made to be able to play from behind. A little, a little fourteen <laughs> nothing, and then well, all see, of a sudden, I, honestly, I think this is a prove it game for both teams. I really do, but I think Jacksonville, in my opinion. They don't have anything to lose here. No. So that's my opinion. I'm I'm taking the points and the Jags, but just like last week, I mean, I don't I don't have any expectation right. of them winning. Right. Uh next one that we're gonna talk about Bills at Ravens. Bills coming off a hard fought game. Yep. Against Miami. They're they're the road favorite. They're a three point favorite. Lamar Jackson playing out of his mind. Yep. He's accounted for almost every one of the Ravens' touchdowns, either throwing or running. Yep. Um, I think Lamar is playing with a chip on his shoulder. I think he uh, – I mean, they didn't get any kind of contract stuff worked out. No, they? no, no. So, I mean, my thing is, is I think he is playing to shove and he's playing to prove to people that he's worth what he wants. I'm not so sure that he wants to be in Baltimore oh. anymore. So I think this is him showing out a little bit, uh, maybe showcasing himself what he might be able to do in 
certain types of offenses. I mean, he he continues to impress as a passer as well. Uh, and the Buffaloes, like you said, they they hard fought game uh, against Miami that they uh, ended up losing. Right? Didn't they lose? They, they lost. lost yeah. I mean, Josh and, Allen's throwing the ball into the dirt on a fourth down play at the end of the game. Yeah. So I mean, it's like with Lamar playing the way he's playing. I'm 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 going for not just the points. I'm going for the upset yeah, here. It's it's I it's think wrong those, team favorite. It's personally. one of those bad spots where you're doing back to back road games. You just played in Miami. Yeah. Was it the th- was it uh was it a Monday night game? No, this one was on a Sunday. It was on a Sunday. Okay. Couldn't remember. Couldn't Let's remember. see what Parker. I just had surgery, guys. Leave me alone. Yeah. We'll see what Parker. We'll see what Parker thinks here. He says Buffalo just ran ninety plays in the Miami Heat. Jeez, pun intended. Said, gentlemen, they are gassed. John Harbaugh as a home underdog covers 70% of the time. Out of the last 120 coaches in the NFL, he is third most profitable coach as an underdog at home. Number one is the legend Mike Tomlin. Said, give him the Ravens and the three and a half points. I agree. Give me the Ravens and the three, three and a half. They may win straight up. And honestly, if it gets away, it may not even be close because yeah. the Ravens can do that to people. Yeah, they can. I mean, they can get away from you in a hurry. Um, and just traditionally, they tend to be tough on defense. I mean, this both these defense. I mean, Buffalo, we know, has a good defense. So we'll see. All of us. We'll see. I mean, there's some good games going on. Here's another one. And it's still going to be played in Tampa. We're talking <laughs> about the Chiefs and the Bucks. If you want the <clears> – <throat> Away team, mm-hmm. another away team favorite here. Chiefs yep. by two. Uh, Parker's got just a second. I'll pull it up here. Let's see what he says. Parker, Parker, Parker. Kansas City is overrated. Tom Brady is good. And coming off of a loss, Andy's at home with this type of point spread. Tom Brady is 17 and one overall. I'm going with the GOAT. And Tom Brady to win and cover this spread. It's yeah. fallen. I mean, when we were doing our prep, it was two. The line is yeah, actually it's it. actually switched. I was gonna say y'all were talking while y'all were talking. It is switched. Whenever I here, I'll share this for everybody so they can see. It went from Kansas City two to Tampa Bay one. Yeah, whenever I did my show prep right before I checked. Uh this is why I don't do it right before. DraftKings has got them at that's a three point swing. Uh, and I'm going with the goat as well. Uh, I think that you can't bet against this guy. Don't get me wrong. This, I mean, the numbers don't lie here. It's going to be a heck of a game, I think. But ultimately, when the chips are down, I'm going with Tom Brady. That'd be interesting. If the Buccaneers win, that means that the Chiefs have lost back-to-back games. They've lost. Didn't uh, Parker make a prediction that the Chiefs could potentially finish like really low? <laughs> like it could be. I mean, you've got a legend in Andy Reid over there, though, and uh, Andy Reid can't throw the ball. Andy Reid can't throw the ball. I'm going. I'm going Chiefs. I just can't believe that they're going to lose <laughs> two in a row. I mean, I can't believe they lost to the Colts. Well, I mean, you got to look at this too, and I don't know how much of a f- factor it's going to really play, but it's something. Look at everything that's going on in that area in Tampa yeah. Bay. I mean, it, this is something that it's it'll exactly it rallies a community. I'm sure that Tampa Bay is all over this. They're going to have 
you know, as many first responders and, you know, people there, They're, they may even let some people in free just to, I mean, to try to get some community outreach here because right now folks down in the uh, West coast of Florida really need something to, to hang on to. They yeah. really do. Best bet time where we can bet whatever we want to. Parker <laughs> wants to go with a prop bet. He's looking at the Jaguars game, and uh, he says Philadelphia plays a zone defense that gives slot guys tons of room. I expect the Jacksonville Jaguars to be playing in a negative game script and having to pass the ball constantly. I'm thinking Christian Kirk doubles the receiving prop bet of over under 61 yards. Give him Christian Kirk over 61 yards receiving. This is his best bet. All right. I think he's done it every game this year. You got him on your fantasy. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so my best bet, it's going to seem like I'm going with my household, which I kind of am, but at the same time, I'm going against one Carson Wentz. Dallas, minus three, easy. Cooper, my rush. This guy, hey, he might need to be careful here. He might need to, Dak might need to be careful. He might have some a challenge here. This guy can spin it a little bit. Uh, He's doing understand. just fine. I don't understand. We don't do our picks together. We really don't. I have Dallas minus three as my best bet. Yeah. I am. I don't know, other than being week one and on the road, I don't know how my Jaguars lost to the Carson Wentz Commanders. <laughs> That's the only thing standing in between them and a perfect season so far. Not, it, just, it just knocked the rust off of but, it. That's all it did. Carson Wentz has got to be good for at least a pick or two. Fumble. Yeah. That, well, that offensive line. Parsons. Just, I mean, Parsons is going to get up in that. That offensive yeah. line just let Philly like get nine sacks. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it, it, I think that. Lawrence that, is sacking people all over the place. Exactly. The I know. I mean, so, I mean, they're. They're going to get after Carson Wentz here. Carson Wentz here. So I mean, I have a feeling that we could have some picks, and that spells curtains, in so, my opinion. Yeah, we're both going Dallas in our yep. best bets and our underdog picks. Parker has he's looking at the Arizona Cardinals on the road at Carolina. He says Cardinals. While you play Tomlin and Harbaugh at home while they're underdogs, Kingsbury, the coach of the Cardinals, is 7-1 and one while a road underdog. Kingsbury is only a better coach than two other coaches in the entire league. That's how low he thinks of Cliff. <laughs> he says, but it just so happens that Matt Rule is one of them that's worse than Cliff. Mm -hmm. And then he says... Zach Taylor. Yeah. Is the other. He's taking the Cardinals. I've identified the Cardinals as my underdog to win. I, there's some question marks with Christian McCaffrey. I get the better quarterback by taking the Cardinals with Kyler Murray versus Baker. <laughs> and now the line has shifted in this game. It's the, a lot of these lines are literally shifting in As real we time. Speak, th this game has now moved to one point the other way. The by guy, we've got to stick with it because we we did these lines as of yesterday last yep. night. I'm going Cardinals in the upset. Yeah. 
So I'm going just below you here. I'm going to Denver and Las Vegas. And right now Vegas is favored by two and a half. And I think it's higher. I think if you're favored by two and a half at home, you might not really be a favorite. Um, so I'm going Denver. I don't know really if they're going to figure it out on the offensive side necessarily with Denver, but I kind of think that after the start that the Raiders have had, we might see the effort level <laughs> start to be a little bit lower. I know they're professionals. I get it. But everybody knows what the numbers are with with teams that start the way that they've started. So, I mean, uh, it's not looking good for the Raiders. Uh, the Broncos win this game. They could really start to take off. I think a lot of what this is is public and what the public sees. What the public saw was a Denver-San Francisco game that looked like a baseball score. Yeah. And then they know that between Carr and Adams, they've got offensive firepower. Yeah. They're like, ooh, I'm going to go with a team that has offensive firepower. And we've seen this spread go from five to four and a half to four to three yeah. and a half. Now it's around two and a half or three. Yeah. There are some sharp people that spend lots of money in gambling that have brought this line down. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's uh, I think you're on to something here with a Denver pick. I think so too. That's our show. That's all we got. Check it us is. out. Skip around to your favorite yeah, parts. Absolutely. Skip around f- to your favorite parts. Go ahead and leave down there in the comments what you think about our picks. Also, leave down there, make your comments down below what you think about this Tua situation in Miami. Was this something that, that you think is just a, a, a bad coincidence, you know, bad luck, whatever? You know, I don't want to accuse anybody of foul play here, but I mean, if you think that, go ahead and leave it in the comments down there. We'd love to hear from you and what you think about that, because it's a big deal. Uh, Everybody knows how big of a deal concussions are in the NFL. But guys, we really appreciate you joining us today on this Friday uh, year of our award, uh, September 30th, 2022. Uh, That's our weekly show. But yeah, go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button on your way out. Please hit that subscribe button. Please, please, please. We know a lot of you don't hit that subscribe button, but you hit the like button. Really appreciate you guys checking us out. Give us a rumble on rumble as well. Check us out on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. And you can catch the audio versions of all these podcasts on the go on your favorite podcasting platform, Newberry. Final thoughts. Parker's final thoughts are thoughts and prayers with everyone in Florida. Absolutely. My final thoughts are everyone remember to wake up Green Day because September's ending. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wake me up. Yeah. When September ends. They, well, I don't know. I don't it know. It ends Jag- tonight. I don't know if Jaguars won one September day in. Hey, you got to keep rolling one game hey, at a time. Hey, there are two Blues playing in Indianapolis, but as always, there's only one Blue that matters, and that's the two tone Blue. Always. You guys be well. Be well.